<laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Randy Bruce from Survivor Now, your go-to source for international and U.S. Survivor. My team and I have been putting in the work to bring you even more content covering everyone's favorite competition show. We now offer more content than ever over on our YouTube page through our new subscription tier system. Sign up today for either our casual, superfan, or the tribe tiers to get exclusive content only available for our most committed listeners. Prices start at just 99 cents a month, and our top membership, the tribe, is only $5.99 a month. Come on, come on. You cannot beat that price for exclusive videos, interviews, and meet and greets with your favorite Survivor castaways. Head on over to our YouTube page to subscribe today. And don't forget to check out all of the content that we offer at www.survivornowpodcast.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, Will and I are going to talk all about episode 10 of Big Brother 25. This is the live eviction of Hysum. We did not indeed get a vote flip this time around, but we have a very, very special night because we are going to recap the episode right here in this episode, in this stream. But then join us a little bit later once the HOH competition comes on the live feeds, the pressure cooker, we are going to switch over to a new stream link and talk all about that for, I mean, as long as we can, right, Will? I'm, I'm, I have nowhere to be tomorrow, so I'm good to go for 14, 15, 16 hours. <laughs> Here we go, as long as the internet will keep us for. So why don't we get right into the episode? Uh, this was probably my favorite episode of the season so far. I think it had everything we could possibly ask for. It had great drama between the different people in the house. It had like these moments that almost seemed like scripted television in a way where it was just like yeah. very, very intense and dramatic. Um, and I felt like Hysum was actually playing the game that he really needed to play at this point in time. I I agree. I Hysum is so overdramatic. He he's he's like a theater kid almost in a way. He's a 40, what does that mean? Well, he's a no, forty-five totally year old theater kid, right? Because every time he steps in the dr, talks to anyone, he's so he's so serious and so over the top that for us it's comical. But then when we watch the edited show, it's again it's very scripted, right? It's not scripted, but like I could not write a better narrative for a better downfall if I tried and big brother just did that genuinely, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. This episode felt like a family drama in some way, right? Like you had yeah. like this, like sort of dysfunctional alliance or family and they were trying to work things out to see if they can forgive and forget. And this was just, it, it was so much fun to watch and it was so sad i mean we we talked about it yesterday where we were all sort of like what it might be nice to keep heisem now that we ha we've had this chaos but unfortunately it just it did not work out so let's go through some of the gameplay and just uh fyi for everyone we are keeping our eyes on the live feeds to double check for when the the stream starts so we'll be able to keep you updated on the hoh competition in this stream 
Uh, we probably won't give any major spoilers unless any of you in our com live chat would like us to talk about what's going on in there. As a reminder, for this stream, you have to be a part of one of our membership tiers in order to engage with Will and I in our conversation today. Um, and for our streams on Sunday and Wednesday, that is open to all subscribers. So make sure you go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you can be notified when we go uh, up and you can engage in conversation with us. So yeah, Heisem does really, really well here. He acknowledges his mistakes and he goes on this apology tour. And I thought that this was actually as successful as it probably could have been despite him not even staying. I I agree because what the feeds don't or what the what the live episode didn't show was the constant back and forth that happened over the last week. Uh, when we record these podcasts, we try to steer clear of the uh, of the feeds, um, except for where when it happens, you know, throughout the episode. But when we did last night's podcast, we had no idea who was going home. It was looking likely that Heisen would be going, but there was still that aura of doubt. And while this episode did a pretty good job of conveying the uncertainty, um, there was still a lot more to be shown. Um, and so much more that we that wasn't shown in the episode. Mainly, too, uh, the presence of some people who really stopped this flip vote. Um, looking at Mr. Corey Wartenberger, um, who, not single-handedly, but... He was not having it. No. Um, also, real quick, it looks like we are getting the live feeds. We um, are. Camera 3, I believe is looking to be the 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 pressure cooker there's also one of the house um where we just see miss felicia looking mm -hmm. bored as of now it looks like everyone is still in that is correct and we'll talk more about the the competition itself later through this podcast and then especially when we do the one after but going back to the going back to the episode I almost had a sense of Heisem staying, even knowing right? Heisem looking defeated. You know, Julie did tease throughout the vote count that, you know, Sari and Izzy still need to vote. I, I wouldn't have been surprised if there if there was a flip and half the house was blindsided. And as much as we wanted it to happen, that wasn't the case. It was oh. another unanimous vote out. It was, and those aren't, you know, those aren't always fun. But I like what you just said about how it, it kind of really felt like the narrative was lead leading to a Heisem staying sort of thing happening. And that would, I have to give Big Brother and the editors props here for how they made us think this, especially because Red, Jag, Bowie Jane, and Blue all voted before the commercial break. And that's usually a sign of when we come back from the commercial break, the votes are going to change. <laughs> Felicia's getting snacks in the fridge as we speak. Um, same. Gotta love Felicia. Yeah, seriously. Um, so it, it, this, I, I just loved how this whole episode was sort of framed. It just really felt like good television where I have to admit the episodes for the past couple of weeks were kind of boring to me. You, you're not alone on that. That is an opinion a lot of people have shared. Um, and it's, it's a shame in a way, because I feel like it trivializes how great of a game big brother is. And I think this episode is why fans are a fan of big brother. It shows people why people are still watching 25 years later, 25 seasons later, you know, why people are still watching 
you know, 18 people or, seven, or 16 people, 17 this season compete in a house. It's not all just people rolling around in slime and, and humiliverse and, and, you know, the nether region, you know, there, there's more to it. And we got that this episode. And I want to keep that going if we yeah. can. I, I totally agree with you. There was some like really high stakes this episode. I mean, Hysum mm-hmm. was holding on for his life. And like we sort of hinted at at the beginning, he did everything that he possibly could. And I would say he did everything correctly. It was just a matter of if people felt the need to to keep him. And it, I, you know what's so funny about this, Will? I am so confused that it was the people who were planning on blindsiding him who suddenly were like, hey, maybe it's good for our game if we keep him. Like usually in past seasons, we've seen like another side of the house be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be following the HOH and their alliance. Maybe we should flip it on them. But it seems like Suri, Izzy, and Felicia are just like playing the game for themselves. Like like they're just playing by themselves. No one's really opposing them right now. Well, I'm going to one-up you on that. Not only is that weird... What's even weirder is that the people, in theory, that would benefit from Heisem staying are the people that are so rigid in Heisem going, right? Because on paper, you would think that someone like Corey, who, you know, isn't in, like, the core alliance, would use Heisem as a shield to use him to vote out his opposition and whatnot. But Corey, again, he was the one guy that really wanted Heisem to go. Like... I, we said this last episode, but Heisem, in a way, feels very Shakespearean. In right. in his personality, his downfall, his alliance stabbing him in the back. In the back, it's 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 peak Big Brother. Big Brother still has it. We're still watching a great show. I I think I'll say. Yeah, I think so too. And you know, it is funny about Corey. I mean, to me, Corey has reason for getting Heisem out. I mean, Heisem didn't really warm up to Corey those first couple of weeks. And I know, uh, you know, when Heisem was HOH, part of the reason for not targeting Corey was he said he he said everyone deserves second chances in the house. And I feel like Heisem being gone is actually beneficial to Corey's game if they weren't able to work out whatever was going on between them. However, there's still like uh america and i mean mimi is sort of still with the professor's side but like cory mimi and america we talked about that they were going to have this um mimera cory alliance and it doesn't seem to be happening in the way that i would have dreamed it would happen uh it's it's very slow to pick up but we do see that izzy says that if they were going to keep Heisem, they were considering in- including Corey, Mimi, and America in that vote. Yeah. But at the same time, too, knowing what we know is, like, they were never going to want that. Um, And so I have a question. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit before when there's still uncertainty on whether or not Heisem was going or not. Do you think Heisem getting voted out under Felicia's HOA train is that a good move, not just for Felicia, but just for the all of the professors, for Izzy, for Sari, for Jared? Like, is that a good move? Or was, how, that, was that overplaying? With how far they brought it, I think they had to let him go. I, I don't, you know, we do see that Heisem says in his 
diary room entries that he's like, I am willing to forgive and forget at this point. If you vote and he's he's saying it in his diary rooms, he's not lying mm-hmm. to the DR unless he is. But I don't see why he would. Um, he was saying, I want to work with the people I was working with, with the people who put me on the block. If they if they save me, I have seen the error of my ways and I will come back a changed person. But they don't see his diary room, so they can only take his word as it is. And I don't think. I think the risk of keeping Hysum was way too risky for them at that point because they had gone through everything to get him on the block in the first place. Fair enough. What about I was you? thinking I was thinking more of if you had to redo this week under Felicia's initial oh. HOA train. Yeah, no, they should never have put Hysum <laughs> on the block. Uh, <laughs> I was confused at first. I mean, I, I agree on both ends. You know, I still think I don't know. I think I think it made sense for at least the majority of the house to keep Heisum. Um and that leads me into something I kind of want to talk about um if if you want to Matthew and that's the idea of having to vote with the house because I feel like a lot of times now in Modern Big Brother a lot of the early votes a lot of the votes are unanimous, right? And I feel like you know no one ever wants to stick out like a sore th- thumb but we don't really see a lot of split votes anymore. We see a split house, but normally by eviction, um, both sides are able to come to an agreement and cut their losses. Not just that, but they tell the evictee like who's like they're, they're going home, which leads into every week. We see the person who is obviously going out um, looking depressed and, and, you know, like I was some this episode at the start. He looked like he wanted nothing to do with Big Brother you know um do you think that there's still merit in do you think that's like a wise move or do you think that's just something that people do for no reason because i i don't think there's a lot of merit in in voting with the house structure i think voting with the house is important i do i think it's it's kind of boring from a viewer's perspective but when you're playing a game you need to in my opinion it is wise to hide with the numbers and if you get the information coming your way that it seems like there is a majority of people who are voting a specific way, there's a difference between if you're the deciding vote, right? Because then mm-hmm. that's that's on you. You you make the the choice. But if you hear that there's pretty much an unstoppable group that is going to be voting for the same person and you understand that you're probably going to be in the minority if you don't vote their way, I mean, I say you got to vote with them because what, what is there, what is there to gain by voting against them? If it doesn't work, I think now this is a lot of theory crafting from some, some kid in, in, in Baltimore, Maryland. Right. But I think by not voting with the house, you you're able to kind of build up a character of yourself. Right. Hmm. And that's something that we've seen winners do like Steve most, you know, when he played big brother 17, he, purposely was a loner in the house it made him seem less threatening right and so i think sometimes if if you're able to pull it off with the right people and that's very important doing it with the right group of people if you vote against the house let's just say like your ally is on the block they get voted out you're able to have this narrative of i voted to save my ally knowing the risk i'm now a free agent 
I can work with someone. And I think that is a very compelling argument to say to someone who is maybe on the outs, maybe on the outskirts of a majority alliance without, you know, a solid final two person, you know, without a solid, you know, number one. So, and that, that that's just in a scenario of one, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like people overestimate the power of hiding in numbers because the, the reality is too, a lot of the time, if you're, if you're on the minority, then you're not, you're like, you're, you're on the block. Like you're going to go on the block anyways, soon enough. So why not try to at least cause some paranoia by voting a certain way, causing doubt, doing whatever besides just trying to hide, you know? You know, that's a good point, Will. It's like you vote once purposefully outside of the norm, outside of the majority. Mm-hmm. Maybe it gives people a chance to say, hey, I I know where your numbers are now. Like, I know what you're thinking. Maybe I'll jump on board with you for the next vote. There's that possibility. But honestly, there's just, you got to deal with people's perception of your game at that point. If you're going to out yourself like that, mm-hmm. you you better make sure that you are ready for people to target you. So I see that strategy. I get that strategy. Um, and I, you know, I don't think there's a right or wrong way to play this game. Really, we've seen all sorts of winners uh, win. Um, but that's a really great question. I'm going to think about that a little bit more as we go along. What did you think of Heisem's speech uh, to everyone? Cam's speech was pretty much, hope you keep me. But Heisem's yeah. was more strategic. So, I mean, I that's one thing I hate about modern Big Brother. I love, I love Big Brother. My favorite show. I love it more than Survivor. A lot of the speeches, though, suck. Heisem's, on the other hand, I felt was very Heisem, right? Because he had, he gave the shout outs, whatever. Everyone gives shout outs. I hate it, but like, it's just, it's reality. He mm-hmm. talks about, talks to the house guests, said how he's changed. But still, despite giving this very heartwarming speech about how he's grown and how he's reflecting and how he wants a second chance, he still gives shade to other house guests, which is hilarious for a number of reasons. Um, at the very end, you know, he threw shade to Cameron and Cameron just looked so upset and so just not he wasn't even that upset he was just annoyed and ticked off by Heisman's speech which if if nothing else you know a lot of the time speeches are useless i'm so glad that Heisman mildly annoyed another house guest on his way out the door and that's something we all can ask for i mean yeah it was entertaining i think he could have dropped the cameron can't say the same uh when it comes to Heisem pitching his like loyalty to everyone um I don't know like if you don't really have definitive proof like what are you what are you going there but it was very entertaining and he tried his best I liked that whether he knows it now or he doesn't realize it um it sort of was like a nice ending point for Heisem like like you said it wasn't just shout outs to his friends and family and then saying I had such a great time here please keep me It, it was a bit more about his evolution in the game and how he would be moving forward. And I thought that that was a really smart thing to do, but it just also goes to show, I don't really know at this point anymore, if these speeches mean anything. No, but at the same time too, it's like, what, what do you do? Like, do you just bring the house guests in and just say, Hey, all right, go vote. Yeah. Time to vote. vote. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's, it's customary. But some of my least favorite Big Brother moments come from the eviction speeches, right? And I, I can I can tell you more 
off air about some of my least favorite big brother moments to happen from from speeches okay but i i really wish that we had more gravitas and more like i wish we had more like throwing people under the bus because the only thing we really got was just you know hearsay from from um heisem and honestly cameron's loyalty is like the only decent thing about his game so far you know like he's loyal to red and that's it i don't know yeah yeah i get what you're saying i feel like heisem if he were to throw people under the bus at this point i feel like it might have been a misstep because if people were planning on keeping him which i'm not sure i'd love to know after he's outside the house like how like was he did he know that the plan to keep him was done and it wasn't happening at this point did they continue the facade i can imagine that being the case you you think no no i i think they told heisem because heisem would not re- like look the way he looked he would at least be nervous or hopeful heisem looked defeated and that's also something that they do every week. They always tell the the person that they're going home. It's honestly terrible for everyone's sake. I wish they stopped doing that. I hate it. Let's see. Give me one second. There's some whispering happening in the. Uh... Ooh. I'm trying to hear what it is. Again, we are about going to in a couple of minutes. Will and I are going to switch screens for the end of this one. We're going to jump on a brand new screen in order to all about the pressure cooker competition that is currently happening in the big brother house. So make sure you get the live feeds on and then come and join us in the conversation with us. So I also want to talk about this. Heisem is evicted. And then we stay with the house guests for a little longer than expected, but we get a message from the scary verse. And in the message, we get none other than Kaser who introduces the scary verse pressure cooker hoh competition and this was hilarious i love when the everyone was excited and then right when it ended everyone was like america what is it what is going on i was america i would have been like first person to take their hand off the button wins and like try to throw them off or something honestly instead i would have been like there's a challenge where you know if you take your hand off the buzzer you get a certain prize and the (gasps) hoh key is a part of the 10 letters but then if you stay there the longest, then you win safety without power. Now, that would get explained away immediately. Yeah, they but, would. <laughs> but like, if you're able to live up production like that, that would be the play. But Will, that is good. And then, you know what? That's actually perfect, Will, because then you can say it was 18 years ago. I don't really remember the rules. Exactly. Um, now, do, okay, another question. Do you think people knew who Kaser was? Because Kaser aged. He aged well. But he's not, he doesn't look the exact same as Kaser from Big Brother, you know, six, seven. Well, and... he was on 22. So I don't think it was that dramatic of a difference. He was on All Stars 2. And yeah. I think, I, really. I do think that some of them had no idea who he was, but they weren't going to let us know that, you know, like they saw a person on the on the monitor and then they got all really excited and um you know it's exciting news so no and also like none of them have seen i'm gonna say a handful of them haven't seen bb6 we do know that america loves that season um so again it was just funny being like what is this you know (laughs) yeah you get to see who the true fans are true I, I mean, it kind of makes me sad in a way, just because I understand the importance of recruits in Big Brother. I understand that not everyone's going to know everything about Big Brother, but like the pressure cooker 
is one of the biggest, maybe the biggest Big Brother moment of all time, right? Yeah. And so it's like you would think that like even people who lightly watched the show maybe a few years ago would at least have heard of the pressure cooker or at least know the significance of the pressure cooker in Big Brother history. But sadly, no, they just know the bomb squad and, and Derek Lavasser from BB 16, which fair enough. I don't blame them in the slightest. But, you know, you know, it's good. We're, we're bringing some awareness over these competitions. I'm glad this is back um, because I like being a part of the HOH competition. I don't like when we just like end the show and then we wait 18 hours for the feeds to come back on. Um, I like that we're a part of this as viewers. And I have to ask, since we're almost at the point where we're going to switch over to the next stream. I loved Hysum's eviction interview with Julie so much. He did such a great job. It was just fun. It was just a lot of fun. We were robbed of having Hysum for a lot longer than we did. Uh, the feed just cut, like the camera I was watching just cut to Felicia. Yep. Now we're in are, the they, are they all on Felicia? Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're all on Felicia. She's in the kitchen right now. Um, she was tidying up a little bit ago. Oh, now they're back. It, uh, cameras one and two. Um, <coughs> I, I loved how he was just like, when he found out about the relationship between Jared and Sari, he was like, well, that makes sense. And I thought that was a great reaction. I did a, a right count. He, and I, I tried to tally all of the times he said right. Um, and I got three. I don't know if anyone else got any more but please let us know in the comments or something how many rights you counted i wish we had one like you know how people do their dr counts i wish there was one for just heisen being right all season yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't i mean it'd be so hard to keep up with on the feeds but you know we were robbed of such greatness and we were robbed of just heisen for a few more weeks i wanted him to be juror number one so badly just him underdogging his way through the end but sadly you know, hopefully he gets picked up on the challenge, a show I've never watched. But, you know, maybe if he gets on the challenge, we'll, we'll, we'll have the challenge now. Well, I think he's a good candidate for the Challenge USA. And I will say, to me, Hysum is a player that I can totally see on a second chance season of Big Brother. Like, like a specifically second chance, um, oh, yeah. whatever that may be. You can cast him with Riley. Right. Like, I feel like that their story could play out in a very interesting way. Um, but I have a feeling we haven't seen the last of Heisem on our television screens. No, there's no way. He's just too, he's too chaotic. He's, he's just gold. Um, he's going to be someone too that everyone who makes like a fan second chance ballot, they're going to include Heisem. Like, Heisem is going to be talked about. He's honestly a little early. I think he's one of the best pre-jury characters we've seen on a one-time season, on a newbie season at that. I One of the best pre-jury characters I can absolutely, absolutely get behind. Yeah, and I love my characters. Yeah, they're fun. It's, it's reality television, right? Like, there needs yeah. to be some level of, like, I don't know, just, like, fun. Um I know Heisen was a really great villain this season. I know to me, it was like the perfect mix. People loved him. People hated him. People loved mm -hmm. to hate him. Um, and I think it was just a very refreshing story to see. I would have liked, like you said, if he maybe would have made it to like that first spot on the jury just to get yeah. a little bit more of him. Um, 
But I think that this was a really cool story. The question now I have, we've we had HOH went home the next week. Another HOH went home the next week. Felicia, are we going to break this pattern here? I didn't notice that. Yeah, I, I think so. Unless, unless, unless America wins the challenge and and like something big happens, right? Honestly, honestly, I could. The only issue is, is that there's the new, there's the twist. The, 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 the I forgot what it's called. Oh, yeah. Let's but, talk about this. So we have America's vote. We have America's vote. Um, this is for us, the viewers. And basically, the people, yeah, we, <laughs> the people who get the top four most votes in this America's vote, they get to compete in a save an evicted house guest competition. So they, if they win a competition, they get to save an evicted house guest. So after it sounds like after the votes are cast, they will have a chance to save whoever um, is evicted at the next two evictions so they get to use it either at the first one or they can use it at the second one. Oh, this is this is like the perfect thing that we need right now i'm hoping that it goes to america or maybe corey um i feel like they are sort of in need of it um i'm yeah. a, i'm not too sure who the listen we watched these live feeds the target for next week shifted like a hundred times we we're at a loss. So I will say I have a one major major problem with this twist, and okay. I think I think it is very 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 bad to have Suri Fields oh. on a season and then have America's vote. Right? We saw we saw something very similar happen on Big Brother fifteen, where Rachel Riley's sister I forgot her name. Pardon me. It's been eight like ten years. Uh, is on the season and there's this America's vote every week where they're able to give someone a secret power where they they're safe for a week and they get to put up a third nominee and Rachel Riley's sister won it every single week. I'm I'm afraid that Sari is Sari's a shoe win, obviously. The, one because she's popular in Big Brother, like she's playing a good game. If you're a fan of that side of the house, then you're a fan of Sari. But then she also has all of Survivor's votes who don't care about Big Brother, who don't watch the show, but want to help out Suri. I think it is a really bad twist, and I don't like it. But I do like how it's a competition. Yes, I think that is what you just said is exactly the reason that I believe that they went this route as opposed yeah. to just whoever gets the most votes gets the um, gets the reward. Uh, I think that by having... we. Suri is probably going to end up as one of those four people. Let's just be real. Um, but having mm -hmm. it as a competition, it at least gives everyone who gets those top four places an equal shot at getting it through a challenge. So I'm okay with that. I, I'm with you. If it was just that whoever got the most votes gets it, I feel like I would be opposed to this because we could all yeah. see where that's going. Now, do you know who I think is going to win not just America's vote, but the challenge as well? Corey, I think Corey is he's been throwing all the challenges I think he's fit enough I think he would want to win it because it's a secret challenge and if he's against like Felicia and 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 Suri no offense to them but you know they're not really comp beasts you know I, I think he has a good one what if it's a game of of chance again <laughs> but yeah, yeah Felicia won an HOH that was a crapshoot my bad 
Like, you know what? Sometimes, it, not just that, but she also had to aim around the noses. So there was there's some strategy there when it comes to it. Um, I don't think it will be. I you know I think it will be some sort of a physical or mental thing. I don't think it'll be a, a chance of luck for something like this. Um, yeah. But we shall see. We shall see indeed. On that note, Will and I are going to take a very, very quick break as we reset for our next live stream. As a reminder, we are changing over to do a live reaction to the current HOH competition that is happening now. So if you also want to follow along, uh, feel free to join us on our next stream that's happening in just a few moments. And we will all see you on Sunday to discuss the HOH competition and Sunday's episode. See you all then.